0: Matthewman is a transformational coach and visionary catalyst. He is a mindful leader and executive coach with Pylea. He is the founder and CEO of Golden Bristle and the author of This is Coaching. Welcome, Matt. Hey, thanks, George. Excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, more about your work and why you do what
1: you do. The most important thing to know about my personal life is I got married about a month and a half ago. Uh, and so I'm learning how to be a newlywed and really enjoying that this, this phase in life. Um, my wife and I live in Colorado right now, uh, just outside Denver. And the reason that I do what I do is, um, so as a coach, my job is, uh, or I say my why in life is to remind people that they're God. Uh, that has a loaded term. So I might say it might remind people that they have infinite power and resources and they can do whatever they want. Um, I, I do that because I was, that's what I'm here to do. And I think, uh, I think each of us has our own unique sort of role in this world or purpose. And that just happens to be mine. And So luckily enough, I get to help people discover theirs. So it's a pretty cool job. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, congratulations on, uh, on, 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 on the, on the marriage. Thank you. Thank you. It was a a big process. And I'm just learning how to like, uh, what does life look like when I won one of the most important games of my life? Like, how do I actually enjoy it now? It, it, it certainly was a big process for sure. The whole marriage
0: thing. And now it's doing the whole marriage thing. So Uh (laughs) I love it. Excellent. Well, that whole uh, remind people that they are God, that will work well with the relationship, I think. Just constantly remind your spouse or your significant
1: other that they are, in fact, uh, God. <clears throat> yeah, my job is to, to support her in expressing into opening on a regular basis. Now, the question is, can I uh, be humble enough that I can, like, you know, kind of get rid of my own needs sometimes in support of her fully expressing herself? That'll be the that'll be the lifelong practice. Indeed, oh, I love it. All right, so
0: where did you come up with when? When did that idea of reminding people that they have that infinite
1: power, strength, resources? When did that click for you? My whole life, I've been interested in the question of why people do what they do. Um, so, I studied psychology and sociology in college. Uh, went on to be a, a marketer after that. Marketing was close to to money. And so I thought, oh, I can take these skills I have and be, you know, like use this as a way to get close to money, so I can support change in the world. And what I noticed was that all of the places I continued to look, even as a marketer, or try to support clients was like in culture stuff and organization stuff. And so I realized, um, it's like marketing is very limiting compared to what I really want to do. I want to look at how people can become better leaders, how they can support their teams to be more successful, and. I went through a number of process processes including Simon Sinek's Find Your Why, you know, a number of sort of uh identifying roles, values and purpose. And I honestly I avoided the term god or divine for a long time because it's so loaded um and because I I'm not practicing in any particular faith and so it's loaded for me as a human being. And so I the, the first iteration in Golden Bristol is helping people to unleash their awesome. Uh, that was my that was my sort of marketing term for this exact same thing, but the reality is it's it's been my whole life. I've always been curious about this even this driving question of why do we do what we do? It's um, it's why do we do the silly things that we do or the dumb things that we, we do that actually have us block our access to power and wisdom and creativity.
0: Why do I keep screwing myself over, Matt?
1: That's it, man. And uh, and the the beauty is it's a lifelong journey to figure out why that is. Because even as we have a new answer, we're going to go do something and then find a new strategy to screw it up. Because the honest truth is it's really confronting and terrifying to acknowledge that we have access to infinite joy and power and pleasure and, and creativity anytime that we want um because guess what who are we to have that power what if it's all made up and we are not enough and uh the whole world is is here telling us that it's actually not okay to feel great all the time
0: is it fair to also add and then i I'd, I'd have to actually use it consistently
1: yeah yeah right oh yeah yeah that one and then what if i screw it up after that or i like, like suddenly that's like a really heavy uh, cross to burden right like that's um oh my gosh, you telling me that anytime I want, I have access to choice? Like, no, 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 no. I much prefer to play victim. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's it's um it's not a free, it's not free <laughs> to have full access to our power. Yeah, it is a
0: it's a Spider Man whole thing. With great responsibility comes great power, with great power comes great responsibility, kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah so it's fascinating right i'm just kind of thinking about my own life and i spend a good amount of time thinking about this kind of stuff what am i capable of what's possible for me um if i start acting that way will people think of me will is it can can i keep that going am i biting off too much should i just settle and be comfortable
1: yeah that's the beautiful part we all have all of these stories Right. And so, so, uh, you know, kind of speaking to what my, what my job is as a, as a coach and why the book exists. um, My job is to support people into creating the life that they want in the midst of those stories, because we all have them. And so it is not to say those stories are wrong, bad, or stupid to get rid of them It is to say, they're here for a reason. Let's make sense of that. Let's, let's acknowledge that and allow them to be, and to say there's a part of you that's been kind of blocked and if you want to have what you say that you want, you get to change some of the stories you get to get rid of them or you get to integrate them. And so my job as a coach is to support people at having what they really say that they want, even though it's going to be confronting, even though they get to show up in that way, dot, 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 What exactly what you and I were talking about. And here's the really fun part is that as a coach, and this is why I wrote a book for coaches my responsibility first and foremost is to do that work on myself with myself so that i can support clients because if i'm not doing that stuff then i'm going to get caught up in my own patterns i'm going to get a fall in the hole with my clients and we think that coaching is i'm going to go learn a bunch of stuff i'm going to give people some tools Uh, i'm going to be able to mentor them i'm going to give them advice that's not it at all actually it is being able to stand with someone as they're facing the 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 hottest fire of their life and to say, you're okay. You're okay. You can get through this. And I know that you're okay. In fact, I'm going to stand here the whole time because I know that you are strong enough to get through this. And here's all this stuff you're potentially not looking at, but I don't also know. I also don't know the answers. And that is a really scary thing because, um, you might also experience this, George. I, I think that one of the primary uh reasons that we as humans love to give advice is we don't like other people's discomfort we don't like when other people are sitting with uncertainty because it makes us feel crappy and weird and so we learn to give advice all the time and and as a coach i actually get to learn to sit with uncertainty other people's and my own so that we can move through it yeah that's great there's so much great language there you don't want
0: to fall in the hole with the person that you're trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> And in a lot of ways, we probably want to do that and um, sort of commiserate and misery loves company sort of a thing. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And I I love that, you know, honoring that what you're thinking about or your past experiences, they're not wrong, bad or stupid. They just they kind of are what they are.
1: Yeah, they were here. They were here for a reason. They were most of these strategies that we have, we inherited from our parents and from society, or we figured out as a way to stay safe and survive in, inside of our household. So, for an ex- as an example, I have a father who um, he unfortunately died when I was in high school, and before then had bipolar disorder and uh, abused drugs and alcohol. And so, I, I when I was around him, it was a very volatile household. And so, I then learned to be what I would call an empath. I learned how to feel all of the the entire energy field around me in a in a, in a room. Uh, in a house, in a whole space. Uh, That's a tremendous superpower. That is like, means that I can generally tell what's going on with the people around me all of the time in a way, in a very skillful way that others can't. Unfortunately, it comes with side effects. It's like uh, Superman's kryptonite, which means that sometimes I can make up stories about why people are doing what they're doing. I can make them about me because I had to make them about me when I was very young or else it would be unsafe. So I've had to learn how to sort of titrate that superpower. Um, and all of us have these superpowers mine is unique to me based on my story you have your own and unfortunately a lot of times what happens is when we we notice them we see them we say oh this thing is is crappy i want to get rid of it but no that's like the thing that got you here you just need to reach you need to shift your relationship with it or not let it completely drive the, the bus because some other strategy is needed going forward don't throw the baby out the bathwater. <clears throat> all of these, all these amazing quotes, right. That we like, we like, don't even, we overlook cause they're, they're sort of uh, banal at some point. Yeah. It's a, uh, I, I think it's fascinating and
0: yeah, you know, yeah. It's, I am here and I couldn't have arrived any other way. And it's the different experiences, good, bad, ugly growing up that taught me, taught you to be more empathic, which is such a superpower, but it was also really tough to, to deal with the situations when, when, when you were a kid. So you don't want to turn your back on this stuff, but you also don't want to allow it to continue weighing you down and slowing your progress and growth.
1: Yeah. And, and the, the reality is most of us don't see it because they, they, um, we have nervous system responses so we go into fight flight or freeze when some of these things happen and so we actually cannot have higher level thought Um, and so there's like a whole aspect here as we get into transformation work that is not only here let's break down the thoughts or beliefs i have which is actually oh this is happening in my body this was what was trained and so the more awareness we can create in those moments when we actually want to shut down um the the more we can work with them. And as I said, our first instinct is to shut that down even more because it feels crappy, (laughs) right? Like, like not many of us want to go into that fear state. Um, and society in fact, like encourages us not to. And, and so, um, it, it's, it's a whole process to actually get in there. And there, there's a, there's a lot going on.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, that you've been acting this way for however many years it's been, you know, that for sure you've 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 lived with it for a really long time. You've learned to deal with it. You've learned to work with it or around it or however it is. And it's informing how you've interacted with friends and other significant relationships and all these things. So it's so much Um yeah which kind of going back to the beginning about do i really want to dig into this or should i just stay where i'm at yeah and
1: and that i i often say uh it's it's a really courageous act because you know like in many ways and i'm it might sound like i'm disparaging our current culture or society and to be clear i'm not i'm simply saying that these are things that exist in order to support us moving in a particular direction um it's i think it's a really courageous act because our world is set up such that right now if we don't take this courageous step and say what do i really want what am i really here for life is actually pretty good like we generally you know in the us at least uh more than 90% people of people have jobs uh there's there's definitely um inequality and insecurity and you know broadly uh people are doing pretty well. You if you stay in the system, if you stay on the the uh you know sort of path, life is pretty good. And so it's a really courageous act to not only confront um ourselves, as we were talking about these sort of habitual patterns that we have, this this discomfort that we feel in our body and in our mind, and to confront culture around us, because as we start to step off, we'll have people say, why are you doing that? That doesn't make any sense. What, what if you fail? What if that, I mean, they're actually giving real voice to the things that are in our, in our minds. And so we actually risk in a very real way. We risk belonging. We we risk the thing that is arguably most valuable to us as humans. Cause you know, our brain tells us if someone rejects us, we literally die because that's what would have happened, you know, thousands of years ago, um, maybe hundreds of years ago, uh, if we, if we kind of walked out of the tribe. So uh uh, so it's there's a real risk it's it's more perceived now thankfully because we're in a beautiful you know beautiful time in life but there's a real risk to stepping out
0: yeah that is uh there's so many layers to this for sure it is current culture and i i had somebody tell me uh that we um We, 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 we argue for our limitations and we have so much love for our problems that we're not able to move past these things. And it's sort of adding to what you were just talking about. Fascinating though. The idea of you stepping away from the tribe would be essentially a death sentence, not that long ago. So it keeps us from making those kinds of changes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really, um, Fascinating concept, right? So we can look and say for all of these reasons, it makes complete sense for me not to step away, for me not to do this. And then also not doing that, I can tell isn't actually doing in many ways is like a violent act towards our soul and to our to our body, to our who we are as we continue to limit. But the folks that I generally work with have this. I, for me, it was a pain. It was a pain in my chest that was like, this is not what I'm here to do. And it got so loud and painful that I had to step away. I personally believe that most all of us have this version. It might not be a pain. It might be a whisper. It might be some other question that won't go, an itch that has to be scratched. I believe that we all have it. And so for me, the human life, and this is how I, I end up moving back into spiritual worlds. Often with folks is that it's a very spiritual practice. I think to hold two truths uh, as a hundred percent true at the same time. So it's a hundred. It seems a hundred percent true. It makes a hundred percent sense for us to not step away, to not question. Right. We can talk about the biology. We can talk about how culture works. We can look at psychology and sociology. All of that is a hundred percent true, and we can be. We can. Acknowledge there is also this part of me that needs to do this and not doing this is actually violence committed against me. And, um, I make the case in my book that our job as coaches is to learn to hold these opposing truths as true over and over and over again, all of the time with our clients, because that's how transformation ends up happening. It's a, how do we get both? And so an example that is really easy and really common is, Someone might think, I can't leave my corporate job or I can't make more money. If I if I try to make more money, I have to give up my relationship. I have to give up good health. I have to give up all of my friends because I have to work super hard and give my life to whatever it is to make more money. We have this idea of like, like things are at odds. And um, the beautiful part of being able to step into this courageous practice is to say, what if both could exist? Who would I have to be? What would I have to believe? And uh, how would I have to act? What would have to be true? And in have, posing that question, this, this what if both, we actually then start to create life. We start to create, be the creators of our lives. We get to build and design our own game to play outside of of uh, the current game. And that's really fun and terrifying. Fun and terrifying for sure. <laughs>
0: Is it fair to say that, that, well, it's, it's all incumbent upon me. It's not me saying, well, if, if, if my mom would just stop acting that way, or if my wife would stop acting this way, then, 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 then we could be
1: happy. It's what do I need to be doing? And I think they're, again, they're both true. So we look at it one from how can I take a hundred percent responsibility for my life? That is like the most courageous first step. Right. Um, exactly as you said no one gets to life is happening and i get to choose how i am with it and so i my my sort of background in coaching is an ontological coaching which is the philosophy of being which is to say life is and now i get to choose how i be with it how how am i choosing my relationship with it so for example yeah my mom says this stuff i can choose how i respond to her you know whatever, whatever my mom says, which is, I think is wacky or crazy or hurtful or whatever. Um, her words don't have an impact on me, my choice or response to those words. And again, we have lots of quotes that give us that evidence. And also what is true is our environment has a tremendous effect or impact on our success, right? Go to the desert versus being in Antarctica, and that is going to fundamentally change your days, how you live and act as a human, right? We're also, or we're biological organisms. So our, our environment has a tremendous impact. And if we put those both together, what it means is I have a hundred percent responsibility over how I choose to be in my environment, which means I can move environments if I need to, because it's having such a detrimental impact that I need to change. And the, um, the sort of consequences of me choosing my environment are also mine, a hundred percent responsibility to take, which means that if I separate from my family because they are no longer in support of what I want, I get to be responsible for the consequences. Right. And so, so we can take that first lesson and apply it to literally every decision of our lives rather than saying, Oh, it's just once, like you just, you just have to like, uh, just be with, just deal with your environment. No, it's not that we have choice. And then we also have to live with the consequences of those choices forever. I love it. That's super powerful. I'm I'm trying to keep this like light and uh, like condensed here.
0: (laughs) Successfully. Well, Matt, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How could they engage with you? Where can they get their copy of this is coaching?
1: Yeah, so the best place to find me is on my website, which is goldenbristle.com. That's uh, golden like the color and then bristle like a brush, B-R-I-S-T-L-E. You can also find me by searching Matt Thielman on anywhere on the internet. I'm pretty findable. And then the book is called This is Coaching. It's available on Amazon and across every online bookstore. Um, Just search for This is Coaching. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Matt your appreciation and share today's
0: show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to goldenbristle.com and learn about all things Matt Thielman. Get your copy of This is Coaching wherever you buy your books online. And um, you can track Matt down on other places of the internet at Matt Thielman. And that's Matt and then T H I E L E M A N. Thanks again, Matt. Thanks, George. Until next time, remember. Do your part by doing your best.